Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 328. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. It's beautiful today. We had a blanket of snow, just enough that it covered everything in white, so you can't see the grass. It's just starting to melt, so I'm sure we'll be able to see it soon. But when I woke up, it was just gorgeous. (laughs) Such a pretty Friday and a snow day for some students, including my son. So it is a day of a celebration when we have unexpected time to just be still and hang out at home. Yeah, I have I've been wondering what to share and how to share it for today's episode. So I'm gonna kinda of meander my way through again and we'll see where where the conversation goes. The phrase, the mantra that has been present for me this morning is a beautiful one that I learned through Deepak Chopra's meditations. It's a Sanskrit term, and it describes uh, the reality of life as seen through, I believe, the Hinduism faith. So the expression, the words are sat, chit, ananda, and literally translated, it means existence, consciousness, bliss. And it's a journey. (laughs) The mantra is a journey itself (laughs) through those words. When, When I was tuning into what I wanted to most share today, it was focusing on the word bliss, the feeling of pure joy or pure union. Perhaps that is a better description. Pure union with whatever the vastest version of yourself is of consciousness of source you know bliss to me is that those moments those brief moments of full connection with love and divinity and a source much bigger than what we see and feel here in our human journey when I shared at the beginning of this week some of the ups and downs I was feeling and how I was playing with this definition of the word allowing. Allowing means to give permission for something to arrive into your awareness. And I haven't been sure what that is. What What is it that I'm giving permission for? <laughs> what is it I want to experience? What What is this energy that's moving in and through and around me? And how am I navigating through all the feelings? And I, I don't know that there's a direct path <laughs> to get through any shift in consciousness. I think you kind of have to wind and wiggle your way through it to the other side. So I'll share as the reflections sort of come through. On Monday, I also described how the birthing of a book felt a little similar to the birthing of a child, the process of it. And 
what I'm aware of in that process of the birth is that, you know, for example, with the child, when you birth a baby, there's the actual child that you bring into the world. But then you still have to deliver the space, the container that held that child. It's the placenta that fed the child, the baby. And so there's still work to do even after the child is delivered. It's messy and still painful. And <laughs> it's, not, it's not for the faint of heart is what I always say about any birth. And I feel that in this moment with this book. Um, when I was sharing with my husband midweek about just some of the feelings I was having, he said, you know you went through this with the other ones too. And I had not remembered that. Um, I just remember the euphoria of like, yay, it's so cool, and it's written, and it's ready, and it's being shared. <laughs> yay, party, celebration. He's like, oh no, you totally had this contraction afterwards where you were like, what about the book? Did you read the book? <laughs> you know, all of the expectations I had had to sort of move through and be felt and he said you were sad and I have felt sad this week and for myself and for many people I think we can judge ourselves for feeling sad you know everything in our life looks like it's going well why what do we have to be sad about I know I've heard that from my parents when I was a child what do you have to be sad about <laughs> it's usually said with a little bit of anger <laughs> And I feel that I have a beautiful, full, amazing life that I'm living. Why be sad? Why feel sad? And yet sometimes that is the feeling. It's just the feeling and trying to avoid it or dodge it or squirrel around it and then pretend it's not there. I feel like those feelings get bigger and bigger when we ignore them. And if we don't feel whatever it is that's in the moment, it can become so big that we're afraid to turn around and look at it. And this is what I see in so many of the people in my work, you know, clients and then in circle space and conversations. There's just, there's a lot of emotion that we just bottle up inside and don't want to be with. And so um, I have felt a lot of emotion this week. The Perhaps the best description I can offer is in the journey of writing Just White Light, I, I describe in each chapter how we can tap into consciousness. We can leave this existence for a moment in meditation and tap into consciousness that is bigger than this little planet and this human experience. And so each day when I recorded the book, I was exiting in a sense this reality and tuning into a reality completely different from this one. I was moving constantly from existence to consciousness, back into existence, back out to consciousness, back into existence. And I was able to navigate it really well and the, and the practice I've had in my whole journey of my life prepared me for that process. And at the end, the end of the book is about bliss. It's about what it feels like to be in union. <laughs> it brings me to tears. Like what it's like to be in union with all, with source, with consciousness that is all consciousness, with love. 
what it's like to return to the love that we originally come from and how incredible that experience feels. And I translated it in the best of my ability into human words. But the feeling of bliss, it's in me. (laughs) I know what that feels like. And sometimes when we expand to that level of connection to our soul, to source, to all, (laughs) it can be unsettling to be back in the human body. It can feel sad (laughs) because we remember how beautiful and complete we feel. And then we're back in the human body going, ah, (laughs) what what is this human body about? (laughs) And there's all this human stuff to do. You know, what do we do (laughs) as humans? And so it was a, it was a bumpy afterbirth for me. It was, it was difficult to come back from feeling so unified to be in this human journey. And I love this human journey. It's not that I don't want to be here. I do. But the, the stretch of a soul, the stretch of a human understanding to increase our range in that way of the capacity of joy, coming back to a daily existence, <laughs> such at Ananda, like oh shit (laughs) I'm back (laughs) and I want to be back and also like oh it's a lot right it's a lot which again I I offer the comparison of a mother who has created life in her womb brings that life out into the world and then is left with this empty womb and there's a sense of wait (laughs) where's the creation where's the thing I was forming and birthing what happened (laughs) how can that creation exists outside of me you know the the mother the womb of the mother feels very empty and that process of adjusting back to just being the human without the mama creative energy it creates depression it creates anxiety for me in in my journey over the last week i feel still very connected to my source and to that oneness that I translate and describe as clearly as I'm able to. So I don't feel like I've been left empty. It's not that. It's more, how do I find the ways to keep touching that feeling of unity as I keep walking in my human journey? How do I find those moments of bliss? How do I tap into them and experience more and more of them here in the physical body? In one of the chapters, I describe our ability to tap into pleasure. You know, the second chakra is orange, and it's very much about receiving relationships, joy, you know, the the expansion of the second chakra is so much about pleasure in the human experience tasting touching feeling in the book i describe how we are able to barely touch the the possibility of the way pleasure is experienced through the color orange out in the universe we're able to barely touch that feeling that potential of pleasure in the briefest of moments of orgasm. 
but we can't walk around <laughs> in our lives constantly all day long seeking orgasm. And so how do we tap into pleasure? And in my meditation time each day, I was just feeling and asking, you know, my soul, my guidance, like, what, what is today's first next step that helps me feel bliss as real and humanly as possible? And each day's guidance was a little different. Much like, you know, when we feel sadness, it's hard sometimes to force ourselves to do something. And so I found myself moving very slowly, <laughs> not really very motivated. And I had this big list of stuff I wanted to do and nothing on the list sounded like I wanted to do it. And I didn't really want to talk to anybody. <laughs> and, you know, I was just sad and feeling sad. And so I honored that and allowed myself to be slow and allowed myself to just feel and luckily for me my soul had placed some appointments and things on my schedule (laughs) to help me stay in connection and I have a family so I still have you know meals to prepare and errands to run and things to do but there was a There were a few turning points, and so I offer this as guidance for anyone who resonates with those periods we all go through of feeling sad. First, I would say, stop judging ourselves for it. It's just a natural human emotion, and after big expansions, it's okay to have the contraction. After big births, it's okay to have the afterbirth and breathe through that. So, just let yourself be in the feeling and allow it to move breathe through it and allow it to move and so that was what really helped me in my meditation time you know having a daily practice i think is crucial for all of us as souls first in human bodies creating some time every single day to tap into our soul to communicate with our soul it's so it's like life force It's absolute life force. And so honoring my daily practice of meditation, I would hear the word bliss. (laughs) And usually it was have a cup of Lisa's bliss tea. (laughs) My beautiful friend Lisa, you can find her in the Soulshine Tribe on Facebook and ask her about her bliss tea. She has this recipe of the most beautiful ingredients. I don't even know or remember what it is, but she mixes them together. And she's gifted me this bliss tea. And so every day I've made a couple cups (laughs) of bliss tea with a big spoonful of honey because honey is nectar and that's from the gods. So it has to be good for my body. And so I would allow my physical body to tune into the vibration of bliss. And I would allow my mouth to taste what bliss feels like. And it would soothe me. And it would make me smile and I would feel the connection to this human who I just adore so much and I could feel her gifts of creation and tapping into that through having a cup of tea. Bliss, it shows up in all these unexpected ways. This beautiful song I'm going to read to you at the end of this podcast called Moments of Bliss by my friend Alicia Matthewson. Music, lyrics, 
they remind us that bliss is all around us in every moment, constantly playing and dancing with us. I reached out to my friend Andrea Henkels, the most gifted, talented healer I know. We host our quietly listening sessions on Wednesday nights, and this was a week where we didn't have one, where she hosts virtual acupuncture. And so I asked her, and she had a session for me today, this morning, where we got on the phone, and I just said, I need help. Like, I don't know why I'm sad. There's no reason for it, and I'm sitting with it and moving through it, and I want to feel happy. Like, how do I do that? And um, she hung up her line. I hung up mine. I laid down on my bed, and she did virtual acupuncture healing with me and helped the energy start moving and flowing through my body. And all I was seeing was reds and oranges, all those colors, reds and oranges, being here in the human body, allowing myself to come fully back from the experience I had of creation, of tapping into the universe and translating it, of connecting so fully, so intimately with source and translating that and then coming back here. And so I just saw in my mind's eye, in my closed eyes, I saw oranges and reds and I could feel the energy starting to move through my body again and grounding me down in my legs, helping me come fully back into this human journey. And then I could breathe more. And the sadness, it's moving, <laughs> it's releasing. And I can feel how there's bliss everywhere in so many possibilities. I was seeing the images of the sunrise and the sunset as I was laying in that virtual acupuncture space and, and knowing how much I love sunshine and how ready I am to go to the beach. So making plans for that will bring bliss and then being at the beach will bring bliss. and feeling the love of all these beautiful people around me who see me and know me and honor me and love me. <laughs> you know, there are so many relationships in our lives when we allow them to be present that mirror us to each other. And, and that's bliss, being seen for who we are, seeing another for who they are. That's the soul in the human form expressing itself. Existence, consciousness, bliss. Sat, chit, ananda. We do that here in the human journey in this planet known as Gaia. So, yeah, bliss is waking up in the morning and my husband still wants to hold me as I wake up. And he tells me he loves me like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. And my son, hugging my son as, you know, he celebrates that he's got a snow day. I mean, that little moment of like, yes, I got away with it. I don't have to go to school today. <laughs> I get to play today. He's still in his pajamas and it's almost noon. <laughs> That's bliss. It shows up in so many ways. And are we allowing ourselves to see and experience and feel those little moments. I found for myself this week, when I allowed the moments of bliss, what happened is I was able to focus and I could feel myself drop more into my body and the sadness moved. And then I would laugh at things and funny things would show up and it just 
became more fun. I went to yoga with some of my girlfriends and the yoga instructor was so funny and she was making us shake and wiggle our arms and our legs to move energy and then act like goddesses and you know lean against the wall. Like it was just so fun. She was just having fun. And as I allowed myself, as I gave myself permission to show up for that experience, I could feel the fun too. So Sometimes we need that quiet, alone time, the solitude to be in the feeling of whatever it is. And when we allow our soul to plant some activities and relationships and dead, not deadlines, moments, plant some of those moments in our day, in our week, and then we show up for those moments, the soul meets us again and reminds us, like, bliss is here. right here experience this moment of bliss and more will come and don't hold on to the moment know that you're going to have this one moment of bliss and then it's going to move and maybe you'll feel happy for a while maybe you'll have another dip of sadness it's okay because we're going to have another moment of bliss so you don't have to hold on to that one there's another one that's going to arrive and that's the way my soul has been guiding me all week it's just Be with what you're feeling and put yourself in those moments and receive them fully. Breathe into bliss and it will keep showing up. And my intention for my journey is more and more and more moments of bliss. More and more and more. And as I embody that and feel that and the emotions just wash through and move out, more and more moments of bliss until eventually perhaps what I create for myself or manifest for myself in this lifetime is bliss here all the time in my human journey surrounded by people I love and who love me. Sat Chit Ananda. Why not, right? (laughs) Why not? Yeah, so... I will read you the lyrics to Moments of Bliss, this beautiful song written by my friend Alicia, who has put it into an album that is titled 12 Rebirth. (laughs) Of course, (laughs) rebirth. (laughs) Here we are constantly rebirthing ourselves. (laughs) So there are moments of bliss in the rebirth. Maybe I should say rebirth instead of afterbirth. There are moments of bliss. Here is what she writes, and I encourage you to find the song. I'll put a link in the comments and um, listen to it once, twice, a hundred times, <laughs> as often as you need. Listen to the whole album, the song, I believe, right after this is Love Again. Yeah, Love Again. Okay, Moments of Bliss. Funny thing about bliss, it's going to go away. Funny thing about life, it's going to end someday. Funny thing about you, best heart I've ever known. Funny thing about me, here again, alone. And I trust my heart, like the ocean flowing on and on. And I trust my breath, like a river that never ends or begins. And I trust me, and I trust you. And I trust everything in all we do. I trust love whatever that is. I'm so grateful 
for our moments of bliss. Funny thing about truth, it's going to have its way. Funny thing about change, it comes every day. Funny thing about now, it's all we ever have. Funny thing about me, I love to laugh. Hold on to me, hold on to you. Funny thing about songs, they can come like lightning bolts. Funny thing about love, it's in all these notes. Funny thing about loss, it's gonna just keep happening. Funny thing about us, we were born to sing. And I trust my heart like the ocean flowing on and on. And I trust my breath like a river that never ends or begins. And I trust you and I trust me. And I trust one day we will all be free because I trust love and all that it is. I'm so grateful for our moments of bliss. Hold on to me, hold on to you. Moments of Bliss by Alicia Matthewson. All right. Have a beautiful weekend. I'll meet you back here on Monday. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.